Now, okay. Yo, yo, what's up? My name's Aaliyah Monet. Do we need to say our names? I feel like this is the second episode. Are people really gonna... Oh, well, yeah, should we? Should, yeah, every episode. Okay, I guess. Just because if someone doesn't listen at the first episode, the next right. five episodes, exactly. they won't know. That's true. Okay, scratch that. Oh, I'll start over again. Yo, 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 it's Whack Movie Wednesdays. I'm Aaliyah Monet. This is Imani. What's good? It's lit. The movie Facts. of the week is, drum roll please. <laughs> Ding! Burlesque! Burlesque, bitches! It's lit, yes. If you've never seen Burlesque, this is the classic, literally burlesque film starring Cher, the icon Cher. Yep, and Christina Aguilera. Exactly, exactly. So very strong voices, two powerful divas star in this film about a small town girl trying to live her Just dreams. Just a small town girl. <laughs> Yo, This why? sounds some sounds really similar. It sounds like glitter. Literally. I was <laughs> Except she was that. from New York at least. This is more like, you know, the typical like she's from like um I think Iowa. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, she's from Iowa. Her name is Allie. And she literally, like, in the first minute of the movie, literally, was like, I'm over this. I'm moving to the big city. Yeah, she works at, like, some dead-end job at some restaurant. And she has big dreams to be a singer. Exactly. At least in this movie. Oh, I was thinking, should we compare this to Glitter or is this going to be its own? I think we should throw little hints in there. All right. Like, I wouldn't mind, like, right now, like, we could be, like, at least... This happened versus in Glitter, we knew nothing about this, you know? Right, right, okay. But it's similar to me, like, Glitter, because you barely get a background on this woman. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. She is, uh, she's, um, Christina, like, projects a way better character and energy on camera that's more, like, more two-dimensional, you know? I mean, three-dimensional, what's the word? Basically, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, compared to Mariah Carey and Glitter, I felt like Christina Aguilera, uh, I felt like Christina Aguilera radiated on screen more and had more personality, but oh, yeah. it was a huge similarity in that, like, it just starts off like, oh, I got to get out of this big big old, I mean, I got to get out of this small town, you know? Mm-hmm. It starts off, like, kind of like, you don't know anything about her, really. She's just this hot girl who just right, wants exactly. to be a singer. Yeah. You don't know her background story. Yeah, I would say too. Like she, at least she has a goal. Like we know she has an established goal. Oh yeah, we that's see true. From the bat, like she's like, I want to be a singer. That's my dream. That's I'm in actual pursuit of this. And that's Whereas, true. Whereas like literally in glitter, she just is like kind of thrust into this world, and like you don't know that that's what she wants. She just was forced into it. Not forced into it, but you know, you know. Basically, she she was barely enthused about her success. I mean, exactly. <laughs> like Christina Aguilera, legit is like, girl, I'm trying to be a singer exactly like she has drive she has goals but pretty much the goal i mean the plot is she moves yeah she She comes to la she uh, finds this amazing burlesque club she She wants to be the singer she wants to be um on the stage or whatever but she starts out as a bartender she she has amazing drive i will say that her love interest in the beginning that's what i love no talking to the mic talking to the mic yeah that's what i loved in the beginning was that like 
when she stumbles upon it, she like finesses her way in. That was a cool oh yeah part. yeah. You can like, tell she she's like drive. very ambitious. She yeah. actually she's like I'm trying to be in here. I don't care. Like she is a very ambitious girl. That's what I really really liked about her, as opposed to like just being like um like she easily like it was like five times where they was trying to kick her out and she literally picked up the thing she picked, she picked up, up, the, up tray. the tray was like serving a drink she was like i'm in here i don't care what y'all say for real and got she, hired literally that she night. forced that job <laughs> literally she was that like was a little unrealistic <laughs> she was like that's I work where the here. movie does get fairy telling <laughs> Yeah, she got that job like on the spot. Shout out to her. No, it's possible though, because I feel like no, her yeah, finesse I know people was who've done real. that before. No, I feel like her finesse yeah. was real, but at the same time, it was a moment of like, girl, in real life, they probably would have kicked you out through um, security because you oh, was yeah. not listening. <laughs> <laughs> they get to out like three times, son. No, literally, yes. She was like, nah, I'm gonna just serve serve these drinks, bro. But her drive was cool. But she meets her love interest, actor Cam Gigande, playing Jack. He's the bartender who helped gets her hired. He, you know, kind of puts in a good word in a way. I feel like they're not supposed to be heard, but it's okay. No, <laughs> literally, I can hear the difference between, like, you being in the mic and you, like, being like this. All right. I mean, if you want to turn it so you could like, look at me, that's, yeah, that'd be not good. Not even. I just, it's fine. I just know I speak loud, so I didn't think it would, like, still be like... No, nah, this is literally directional, so, like, oh, okay. even if I'm, like, right here, I literally can't hear myself as good as if I'm right here. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But, um, wait, where were we at? But, yeah, I was just saying, she meets her love interest, Cam Gigande. He's cool. He's hot. I was living for it. He had his little cute run around that time where he was in mad movies so what Kim happened Gigande to him is where is he now who knows well he was in twilight as in the first one yeah he good as the <laughs> crazy one that's why we ain't seen him <laughs> he was a part of a franchise <laughs> he's retired he don't want nothing to do with us <laughs> he's done with that at this point. Nah, but jack was cute i love the eyeliner i was living <laughs> yes, that was cute. Who else was in it? Um, and then Stanley Tucci was in it. I yes, love Stanley, Stanley Tucci's Tucci. the best part of the movie, honestly. He's <laughs> for me, like yeah, no, I actually love Kristen Bell. Is it Kristen or is it Kirsten? Uh, that annoys it's me. Kristen, that that's a I'm, thing. I'm pretty sure it's Kristen. Like let it just but be no, the one name. Kristen Bell was a good character too. I love her. You she really didn't like one. her. Literally, she was like my you favorite. really felt like she was an actual jerk. Yeah, like, she was, like, super bitchy. She was just, like, she was a hater, like, to the max. Basically, it was hilarious. Basically, Kristen Bell plays Nikki. Nikki is the lead dancer. She's very comfortable at the club because she's praised there, and she gets away with a lot of bullshit. She drinks a lot, and she's mm-hmm. always late. So that character enters right after Allie, the main character, speaks with Tess, Cher, who owns the club, and... She's introduced, kind of hating on her. You know, Nikki's hating on Allie. She sees that she has drive and wants to move up, so she's just a hater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Typical stuff. Um, who yeah. else is in it? We see a guest cameo by Alan Cumming, who is like, shout out to him for being in the movie. Cause you talking about like, Vincent? Her husband? No. Tessa's husband? No, no, no. Um, oh, Alan that? Cumming was the guy. Oh, who was Alan at the Cumming. Dorm. I'm bugging, bro. Alan Cumming is popping. You're right. He His guest appearance was so popping. Yeah, I love him. He's he like a performs. burlesque star. Yeah, he literally is like a burlesque champion. So shout No, out to for him. real. That was like a real treat. Like seeing him in it, that was a treat. I'm bugging. Yeah. 
But yeah, Alan Cumming, he made an appearance. He basically works at the club. He performs. He be at the door. He does it all. But, nah, he's cool. I was living for Alan Cumming. And basically, Georgia kind of is a driving character in this to me, low-key. Julian Huff. Oh, yeah. Because basically, because she gets pregnant, um, Allie exactly. has her opening. Exactly. So, like, now Allie can go on this audition. And George is actually one of the few nice ones, her and Coco. I was living for Coco as well. Yes. But, yeah. Um... Coco's my fave. But no, anyway, Georgia was really sweet, so I was living for that. Because, you know, everyone else was kind of being a jerk to her, excluding her out, because she was a new one on the team. Even as the waitress, she was still nice to her, Georgia. So that was cute, because basically, when she got pregnant and was, you know, they were auditioning new people, she was kind of supportive. Like, unlike Nikki, who was, like, hating on it when she did her audition, uh... Uh, I was going to say, Georgia was, like, applauding for it, you know? So that was sweet. Yeah, yeah. Nikki was a complete and total hater. Yeah, when but she, she performed, w- it was cute. Probably a narcissist or something. I don't know. But she clearly just loves being in the spotlight, loves having attention. Um, she's probably yeah, she just insecure. Alcoholic. Yeah, I'm sure she's, like, super insecure. Like, she has alcohol issues, so, I mean, that's that. Yeah. But <laughs> shout out to her. So, basically, that kind of pushes the plot forward. What else? Like, after that... They hire her because they're really impressed. Stanley Tucci kind of like nudges Cher, aka Tess. I'm sorry, it's so hard not to just say Cher. She shared this time. I'm sorry, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> like, Stanley Tucci. Cher. I'm so mad. I didn't write the name of his characters down. I know. Dang. I forgot. He's I'm gonna too look it important. Up right now. Stanley Tucci. I'm gonna look it up. But no. Um. Basically, Stanley Tucci's character. Um. Stanley Tucci's character is there with Cher judging the auditions that have now just opened. And guess who pulls up? Of course, Allie. And she is not playing. This is just showing you her ambition and it's a continuity in her character. Because she just would not take no for an answer. At first she comes on stage, you're not really impressed. And she's like, no, stop playing, give me a chance. I know all the numbers. I've been working here. Just tell me which one. I'll do it. Sean. So, that was Stanley Tucci's Sean, character. Word, Sean. I remember it. He was like the product, the stage manager. Yeah. Like the Sean was manager. like the stage manager and Cher, a.k.a. Tess, right-hand man. Exactly. Like, yeah. she really only trusts him with anything to do with the club. Like, she's the only other person. He, she, He's the only other person she trusts. She don't even trust him as much. I mean... She doesn't even trust her husband as much as Yeah, Sean. her ex-husband. Her yeah. ex-husband. Yeah, her and Sean have been friends for, like, probably all their lives or something like that. But, but her and her ex-husband too. own the club on some. Before they divorce, they, you know, bought the club. So they're both on, like, I guess right, the lease. Yeah. So they're having a lot of money problems. So that's where that comes in. Basically, the underlying theme of this, besides Allie wanting to move to L.A. and make her dreams come true are that Cher's club, which is literally her heart and soul, like her real passion, is basically filing for bankruptcy or something. Yeah, like I think they have like two loans out from the bank or something like that. And they literally, the club is just not doing as well as it used to. Like it's popular, but it's not like getting as much. They're not just getting enough income. They're not getting enough income. So literally like this character, Marcus, who plays, who's played by Eric Dane, who was... 
mixing me on Grey's Anatomy. Shout out to him. Um, he's a good looking white man. Shout out to that. Um, and he comes in Marcus and he's playing Gerber. like a dick who's just like, I get whatever man. I want. Yeah, he's a businessman. Typical asshole who's like, I want this club. I'm getting what I want. And he's probably going to tear this shit down and turn and it into condos. he was very manipulative. Literally. He was messing with Nikki and Allie. Yeah, he's wildin'. He's... Well, basically, he was messing with Nikki because you could just tell he's the type of guy who wants the best. Like you said, he's a dick. He's like one of those guys. Like, I like yeah. everything that's the best. So because Nikki was the lead, I guess he was messing with her. But now that Allie's auditioned and they accepted her in because... Um, Sean, Stanley Tucci's character, basically nudges Cher to do it because he's just like, come on, she's good. You know, give her a chance. So she starts performing and Marcus is starting to feel her. And he's just like, okay, this girl's popping. And he kind of gets in her head a little, which is fu- like, not funny, but it's 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 just such an asshole, like corny character. Like, yeah, you know? he's like a shark. He like wants to get, he's one that he literally says, that he's like, whatever I get, I want. Like, he's yeah. one of those guys. So he's like going after, well, actually, he starts going after her after she sings. So pretty much, Nikki's a sabotager. So one night, um, she sees oh, that, like, there's a guest appearance by Terrence J. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shout out to DJ. him. Facts, facts. It's lit. He Terrence plays Dave, Harlem the DJ. Shay. Yeah, so one night Nikki goes, Nikki comes in drunk one night and Cher is just like, you're not going on stage, girl. And so she tells Allie, you're taking her place because you're not about to mess up my business with your drunken self. So Nikki's tight. She goes up to um Terrence J, who's a DJ, and she's like, oh, Cher wants you downstairs. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, the show's literally about to start. And she's like, oh, well, you better go. Don't say I didn't warn you. She asked for you. Setting um setting um everybody up. She's trying to sabotage Allie on stage. Exactly. And so like he goes downstairs and she pretty much like cuts the microphone off. But little does her ass know exactly. that Christina Aguilera, Allie, is a bomb ass singer, been singing this whole time, was trying to tell yep. Cher that, that she could scene. sing. Literally. <laughs> trying to tell Tess, like, yo, you need to have live singers. Tess is like, get out of my face. Never no. wanna listen. She's not. Oh, trying and to hear that's it. a cool thing about uh the movie too. It shows like that um rounded character in Cher that's very stubborn and kind of even bitter a little. Like, you can tell yeah. she's been through a lot and, like, she doesn't trust a lot of people. She's divorced. And she's just so used to knowing what she's doing that she's just, you know, stubborn and comfortable. So mm-hmm. anything um Allie suggests, she's, like, really over it. Always, like... And she, also, she's genuinely just stressed about losing her club. So exactly. she just... Like, it's a lot of... That's what I'm saying. It's She's more than... My point is, like, there's a lot of dimensions and layers to her, to why she's acting that way. But, yeah, she was very dismissive the entire movie. Like, extremely dismissive. Yeah, exactly. Which was, like, and I'm sure, like, what, and you see, like, multiple times, if she would have listened, then she would have, like maybe not have been in a position she would have been in. If she would have listened to Tess in the beginning, I mean, if she would have listened to Allie in the beginning who was trying to tell her that she could sing, or if she would have heard her sing at her audition, she probably could have changed the game up way quicker. But everything happens for a reason. Whatever. Oh, no, what I just realized. No, I'm sorry. Continue this thought, then I'm going to bring it up. Go ahead. So, yeah, um, Nikki's character tries to sabotage Allie by literally pulling the microphone out, stopping the music. And then Allie was like, oh, this is my... They saw... They was literally pulling a curtain down. Cher was like, pull the curtain down. The show's over, whatever. Allie literally busts out with the vocals come through. First of all, Christina Aguilera, 
amazing singer. She really is. It's undeniable. Like, let's just be real. She has the pipes. Everyone knows it. We all know it. Exactly. But, um, so she just, like, comes through, shuts it down with a live performance. Everyone Everyone's in there is lit. It. Cause it's amazing. Like it's undeniable that her singing is amazing. She shuts the whole thing down. Nikki's face, it was hilarious. She was just like, Haha, I got this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then literally she busts out with the amazing ass. You know she did the note. We're gonna insert the note here. She'd be on her <laughs> Like she be she You be know the exact in. fucking note. You know the note, because you know that's Christina Aguilera's signature note that exactly. she do in every song. <laughs> But, so, yeah, she busts out the no. And so now it's lit. Cher behind the stage was like, oh, my God. After the performance, she's like, oh, my God, I didn't know you could sing. Ali was like, I was trying to tell your ass that I could sing from the beginning, but you don't want to listen to nobody, but whatever. That's a whole other situation. But anyway, so then she, like, starts her whole, bases her whole show around um, Ali singing now live. And exactly. now she's the star. And so that dream has come true, which is cool because I'm excited. I'm one thing I really liked was that, like, after that kind of is established and, like, she achieves that goal, then it, like, moves on to, like, the love life goal and, like, Exactly. Other stuff. So it's, like, she gets, like, tests to come around, and that's, that's a good segue because we forgot to mention what drives the love story. So, you know, obviously there's a bunch of different themes. Tess is losing the club. Allie's trying to live her dreams. And also, she meets this guy, like we mentioned earlier, Jack, the bartender with the eyeliner. It's lit. And what really drives the love story forward is basically her apartment gets robbed right before the audition. Oh, yeah. And she's forced to, like, ask Jack for a favor to stay with him because, yeah, she has no rent money. Like, she broke. She They literally robbed her. Stole Not her even. Money. She wasn't even trying to stay with him. She literally was on her... I'm an, I got this figured out. And Jack literally, like, carried her back into the crib. She was like, I'm out of here, whatever. Jack was like, yo, no, your ass needs to stay here. But you could tell she's Wait, the type of girl who did she go to don't. his house, though? She did go to his house, but she didn't ask him to stay there. Like, oh, yeah, remember, you're right, you're right. literally the next day, like, she was just like, yeah, I'm leaving. I have a plan. I'm going to figure it out. And he was like, no, you guys don't have no plan. You don't <laughs> got nowhere to stay. You don't got no money. You get in this little bartender money, which is probably, like, $6 an hour. So you literally need to stay with me. But you could tell she's a cat. She's a person who like doesn't want to ask for help. Like even in the and beginning where she steal like takes the money out the cash register, she was like, "Oh, I'm just taking what he owes me." Like she could have really robbed his whole shit and she literally was just like, "I'm just taking whatever her boss owes me." Yeah. And it shows her independence cuz basically this is where the movie lacks to me a little. We can get to this when we talk about what we liked and don't like. But basically you can tell she's independent because basically she admits um, her and Cher have this heart to heart, which I really think is cute. Basically, right after she starts singing live for the show, they have this heart to heart. Like she's doing her makeup. Actually, my favorite scene in the movie. And Cher oh, just yeah, kind of like, cute. yeah, Cher was like really uh, basically playing a mom role without realizing it. And then she mentions um to Al, uh, she mentions to Allie, hey, um, didn't your mom ever teach you this? Something like that, just be jokingly. And Allie's just like, oh, my mom died when I was seven. So that's when you finally find out, like, oh, this woman, you know, grew up without a mother, who knows where her dad was. That's not clarified, but it's also, basically I'm saying the independence she has may have come from, you know, her childhood, not having her parent there, so... Yeah, that, like, that clearly stems from her, like, having to take care of herself, like, her whole life, I'm sure. Exactly. She's really independent, very driven person. Like, she got to make it happen for herself. She's used to that. But, yeah, I thought that was a really cute moment. 
But yeah, anyway, what else happens now? The love interest. Let's talk She's... about the love story. Because honestly, that was a hot ass mess. Literally, for oh, first of all, this he is was a problematic wild. part. He was messy for that. Oh, he was super messy. But like, it was super problematic for me when she was just like in his crib and like woke up and was cooking breakfast the next like after the first night of staying there. And then she was like, "Oh, I thought you were gay." And I was like, well, "This was super problematic." <laughs> and literally, the reason she gave, she was like, "Oh, because you were wearing eyeliner at the club." I was like, "What?" No, that was like, problematic. I was like, "Why?" Very ignorant. Like, what are you talking about? And like, what's really funny is that. Like, there were so many other, like, problematic, like, homophobic jokes in this movie, which I found really funny because literally the writer and director of this movie is a gay man. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I wonder if it was, like, a commentary on, like, homophobic stereotypes coming from, like, hetero, um, like, um, heterosexual people. Yeah. Or, like, I don't, I don't just don't get it. It just was, like, super problematic. I was like, what? No, yeah, she really did assumption? think he was gay because of his eyeliner, which was kind of dumb. Yeah, that was, and you could tell she's like not a dumb person. So I was just like, maybe she just—I don't know, whatever. Anyway, the whole like love story was super, super messy. Basically, he's he was in a relationship. Oh, go ahead. In a relationship, literally has a fiance who's in New York, and Natalie. like you could tell, <laughs> and you could tell in the beginning it starts off platonic like it does even though it he really does, check does her out. but you could tell he likes her yeah because he literally he totally checks her out like even when like she's like there making breakfast she's only wearing a t-shirt he like looks at her ass like he clearly is attracted to her clearly but it's like that's just no he's playing with fire though but like clearly, you said it yeah. did start pl- platonic like she really was keeping her boundaries oh yeah he for was sure. keeping his they was playing it good in the beginning but it was almost it wasn't really platonic because even then it was still flirty to me because he had this kind of role of like I don't know it kind of it was like a big brother but I like you role it was weird my point no, yeah, is like it, it was, was definitely weird. flirtation going on there like there clearly was and even like I feel like he didn't tell her about his fiance like literally he only told her because she's like I mean she asked she like saw the picture of him I don't even know if I don't even think he told his fiance about her that like she was staying there, to be honest. No, like, he did because when she pops oh, up did? at the end, she says that she was like, "You said she wasn't oh, even talking pretty." Talking to the mic. She was like, "You said she wasn't even pretty," and blah blah blah. She did say that. Oh dang, I missed that line. I mean, he did tell her. He did tell her. Is my point? Because I was wondering that too. I was like, "Was he that messy?" But nah, he wasn't. No, he but he was messy because the way he painted it clearly by like the way his fiance reacted at the end. Was that yeah. like he probably painted it like, yo, this is my friend from work. She just some regular shorty. I need the extra cash because you moved away. Right, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he like, ain't he saying ain't all that full... she was hot. He ain't sending the pic. <laughs> I wish it would have the fiance was yeah. like, send me her picture. No, that's I would me. literally do that exact shit. I'd be like, send me her pic. And then it would have been Christina Aguilera, and I'd have been like, fuck no. Yeah, literally. You are fucking lost I'd be like, get her out of here. Get her out of here. And it's also weird, too, because it's just like, I feel like you really have to have a high level of trust. I mean, obviously, that's a person, like, you're intending to marry. Yeah, but that's Beyonce. just, like, super. I mean, so you will, like, want to really, really have that trust there, which I'm sure, like, clearly she did, but he, like, betrayed her. But whatever. No, he did violate. But basically, they started feeling each other. Because Ali's super supportive of his, like, singing career. So he's a bartender, but he also writes music and plays, like, piano, I think. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's just really talented dude. And she starts falling for him. 
But she also knows he's clearly unavailable. But he'd be checking her out, too, like Imani just said. So it's really messy. And then on top of that, he starts literally getting jealous. So this is where Marcus enters. Because Marcus always hangs around the club. And he's basically trying to build some skyscraper, like we mentioned earlier. He's trying to buy the club. He's one of those jerk-type dudes. I got to have it. And Marcus just kind of starts getting in her head. Because, you know, she's a new star of the show, and he just wants her. But he's also, the thing I did like about Marcus a little was that, like, he was being real with her. Like, he was just like, yo, sis, you need to really be a singer. Like, you know? Yeah, like, so, he like, was trying to act. He was, he was trying, trying to, to connect her. her like, yeah, for OD, real. Like, OD. OD. He introduced her to the guy, was like, yo, this is So I was going to mention that. Basically, yeah. in the beginning of the movie, she sings Something's Got a Hold on Me by Eddie James. And I love that they tied that back in. Because when uh, Marcus introduces her to some, like, record exec type dude, She's like, oh, my God, I know who you are. You worked with Etta James. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cute yeah. that they start off the movie with a song by Etta James and then mention her again. And, yeah, he's just trying to plug her in. He's introducing her to important people. He takes her to, like, his huge L.A. house and tries to impress her at this party. And, you know, they they start failing each other. And it's just funny because Jack, Cam Gigande, the one with the fiancé that she's staying with, literally gets so jealous and he's just like hating and being like, yo, why are you coming home late? Right? And, and it's just like, like bro, bro, why are you asking you me any questions? Fiance. Why are you, pr- like, he starts getting mad angry. Like, it's so clear that he's tight. Like, I mean, and obviously too, at that point, like, she starts to really, really like him and you could tell she actually is feeling him at this point because she makes a little side note. She was like, well, at least Marcus go after what he want and then she's like, She's like, I'm not getting any attention from the one I want attention from or whatever. And it's just like, yo, y'all are really on some wild crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, this is on the L.A. shit. <laughs> L.A. people be wild sus and fake. Oh, no, son. Yeah, that was really crazy. They was really feeling each other, which is like... No, it was like, it was somebody... undeniable, but at the same time... That was messy. I was not here for it. Yeah, like, I wouldn't... If y'all are feeling each other, that's one thing. My only problem was that, like, they wasn't keeping it real with their partners. So, like, she should have been like, Marcus, I'm off you, whatever, because I'm really feeling him. And then he should have been real with his fiance if he's, like, not... But she wasn't taking Marcus fully seriously, because she is smart Oh, yeah, yeah, she really wasn't, Like, Marcus is manipulative, too. Yo, even on that first date, like, the first time they hung out, she literally got in a whip. He was like, I'm kidnapping you. I was like, whoa. I was like, what is this? He was literally like, I'm taking you to this party. I don't care. Da, da, da. She was just like, yo, I'm trying to go home. I'm not with this. He was like, I'm taking you. It's whatever. And they just pulled up to the party. I was like, yo, this is some wild shit right here. Like, what if that was triggering? Not to get too real, but, like, what if she, like, had a past... We don't know. Like, he literally... She really got in a car, and he was like, we're going here. I don't care. No, for real, for real. (laughs) That was wild. No, but you know that movie was not thinking that deep. They just saw (laughs) on the level of, like, yeah, we gotta make him the bad boy. Yeah, like, he... That really went to show him, like, that he really was, like, some... I'm a shark. I go after what I want. And he really wooed her. That was on some cute shit. I was wondering that, too, when I was watching it, because I was just, like, was he really crossing a line, or was he being, like, the perfect amount of aggressive? You know what I'm saying? Because say a guy actually is pursuing you, but you're not into him. But, like... Because I know people who are like that, who literally, like... They're like one of my friends, her like boyfriend now, who actually they're still together with. She literally was not feeling him at first, like the first two months, mm-hmm. and he kind of wore her down because he literally just kept like popping up and like trying to pursue her. And now they're literally still together, and they're probably gonna get married, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But like literally, so I'm like, 
Was that like a little tactic of like no, he's I being aggressive? No, I thought it was cute. I'm into that kind of stuff, but at the same time, he's you. He's such a douchebag that you can tell he just does exactly, that with mad women. Yeah, it's like, that's why it's not special. Like if he would have wooed her and you could tell he really was feeling her, that's different. Yeah, like but you, you could, could tell he just true. does that to mad like beautiful women. Like you could tell, right. like he's just like yo, I have to have you. Whatever it takes. Louboutins, here you go. It's like... Oh, yeah. He bought her the Louboutins. He was buying her the flowers. Like, he was cute. He was romantic, but it was more of, like, a money thing to me. It wasn't the actual romance. Like, it was just exactly. like, oh, I have money. I can impress you. You're young, you know? Yeah, because he was on to Nikki, and then, like you said, he moved on he to her. He was doing the same thing the for Nikki, I'm sure. He probably I'm was sure. buying her shoes I'm sure and he was. And all like, that I shit. have no doubt. I'm sure the, whoever the next girl is going to be... After Ali is gone, he comes to the same shit. Well, if he could even show his face at the club anymore, because we'll get into that later. But anyway. Yeah, basically. Where were we? Oh, so, the love situation, the love. So, where, so, where so we? this is where shit gets weird. Let me tell you what happens, man. <laughs> so, one, Nikki, because I'm going to just say this before the love thing. But Tess ends up firing Nikki because she's crazy as hell because she's jealous. Because, you know, just a segue into it because it happens right before Jack and Allie hook up. But basically, Nikki is jealous as hell of Allie because she's with Marcus now. She done peeped the Louboutins. He buying her stuff. She was She's the new star of the show. Allie's the new star of the show. Nikki in the back now. She's her. She ran up on Tess. She was like, yo, fuck out of here. Yo, she pulled up on Tess like, bitch. Like, she was so angry. She was like, she was drunk. Like, yo, if you don't put me in the front. She really was on her fuck out of here shit. She was like, fuck you, fuck this club. She was like, I'm the star, bitch. She was like, I'm out of here. I'm the one who brought this club to this level. Literally, like, she was not having that shit. She was hurt. Yeah, but then clear, Tess clear. was like, girl, you are an alcoholic. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, she basically was just tight because she was like, girl, I done helped you through so much, so stop. Yeah, she like, was she like, was I like, picked you up off the floor, drunk at nights. I held your hair back while you was puking up your she's guts. She's like, bitch, I can't do it anymore. I got a club to run. I got a lot of problems. Exactly. Allie got less problems than you. She helping me. I can't do this <laughs> right now. Exactly. So Nikki just tight. So out of some spiteful shit, you later find out this wasn't true. But Nikki gets in her car and she's, oh, yeah, Tess. Nikki basically gets her ultimatum like it's me or her. And she's like, bitch, I'm choosing Allie because yeah. she could sing and you can't. So basically, Nikki on some spiteful shit gets in her car and is just like, okay, I'm out of here then. And just like says, well, I fucked Vincent before, before on your honeymoon. And Vincent's her ex-husband who like, you know, they're going through the money problems with the club. So that was fucked up. And Tess don't play these games and cracked her window. Yes, pulled the crowbar out. Was like, fuck out of here. Smashed the window. And then... Um, Nikki had me weak. She's like, you crazy bitch. Oh, yeah. You know. She was mad white for that. You know that's the word. <laughs> People love to use. But no, so basically I segue into that because, you know, Marcus is showing Allie mad attention. Nikki's hurt. She ends up leaving the club. Mm-hmm. But then after that, Georgia, who I mentioned earlier, the cool dancer who was always nice to Allie, who got pregnant... She also gets engaged too, so she's high. Yes, it's late. She has yeah, a she's mad cute. Honestly, she's the cutest one in the whole movie. No, she is. She's really sweet. <laughs> yeah, but she um and has her, her wedding. Was rich too. 
Yeah, it was hilarious. Like, she was nervous because she thought he was just going to play her and be like, damn, don't keep this baby or something. Like, she didn't say yeah. that, but she just thought he wasn't going to be excited. Right, yeah. And it's cute because he actually, like, proposes to her. I know. It's, really it's so sweet. cute. Uh, high key, I was mad hype. Yeah, me and too. And that wedding too, was too. mad nice. No, it was Literally, nice. Nikki asked the exact question because when they po- when I, like, saw the wedding scene and, like, you know that scene where Cam Gigande is talking and it's, like, mad nice background, I was like, yo, what the hell? I was like, George is making money like this. Like, what is that wedding was mad expensive like you could no, tell that like, was the nice budget was next level and then nikki being a hater though but literally asked the question i was thinking she was like yo how they paying for this wedding <laughs> and then like the guy was just like oh yeah um her husband is rich or whatever and i was like shout out to her shout out to you nikki i mean georgia, georgia. yes <laughs> shout out to georgia facts and her rich husband but no this is where shit gets crazy because one, segue, Sean actually meets his boo. Yes, Sean. Live your best life. He meets his bartender. Oh, dude. yes. The, no, the they DJ, was, the DJ. Oh, he was a DJ? Oh, I ain't sure. But yes, yep. DJ. Yeah, they was like, we can't do two bartenders. That was a writing thing. It was like, <laughs> we can't make him a bartender. Cancel I'm done. But yeah, the DJ pulls up, was looking mad cute. He thought... Coco thought that the DJ was into her, but like, and like, um, Sean, like, Stanley Tucci was literally standing right next to her, and like, turns out the DJ actually was looking at him. So he got his little, you know, date for the night. Ow. Yeah, that was cute. But also, what happens is Cam is just butthurt. I'm sorry, I keep saying Cam. Jack is butthurt. <clears throat> he hurt. I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say. He just, and he looking salty. He really <laughs> was out here looking crazy. He, first of all, he had the coffee blender on. That got me so tight when she was out. First of all, he slept in the bedroom one night because she was just coming home mad late. She had the new shoes. He was really, really extremely hurt. So one one night she come home mad late. He in the bedroom sleep after they already had discussed that. It was pretty much her bedroom now, but his ass was sleeping in the bedroom because it was his apartment. I low-key would have did the same shit. Oh, yeah, me too. You come home at 4 a.m. every exactly, night. I might like, as well sleep in this good no, boy bed. that's true, that's true. But, but no, literally, she, she was, was on the couch But sleeping. he was doing it on some petty shit. Yeah, he had the coffee grinder on literally also continuity not continuity but like she woke up and like literally she was like do you have to do this at 6 a.m how you know it's 6 a.m you just opened your eyes five minutes ago whatever <laughs> anyway so literally he had the coffee grinder on mad loud they had a close-up shot of his face he was looking mad angry i was like you are really stressed out here <laughs> like you were just tight i was like honestly you either just need to smash this girl and like pre- declare your love for her or you need to kick her out of your house like because you just stress your own He's self at this so point stressed. you about to have a heart attack at this point but no, they get drunk at the wedding. Oh, yeah, because he calls his fiance or whatever, and she got to stay in New York for longer. So he just is tight because he like, damn. I ain't getting no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he really hurt. He's like, damn, I need some pussy. But nah. So. And then he got some literally right sleeping in his bedroom. So when he it's just even further tight, that's just adding more fuel to the damn fire. No, for real. <laughs> and she I'm giving it away to the nigga with Louboutin money, and I can't afford <laughs> rent. So he's hurt. Oh, hell yeah. I'm but sure no. his pride was just down. For real. He needed her for rent, and meanwhile, she getting $2,000 shoes. Oh, yeah. She but got yeah. the new dress on. Oh, one thing I like, quick little side note, is that her ego, like, didn't really go up. Like, as she, like, when she accomplished her dreams, I did like that. She wasn't, like, on some, like, I'm the star now, bitches. Yeah, because like, they could have played here. that role. They yeah, could have made really, her like yeah, that. Yeah, she could have really got, like, her ego really could have so accelerated. True. But she literally was still humble. Still on her little I'm a small town girl shit. Was still like, this is my dream. I'm super happy. She was even still being nice to Nikki and all that. She was throwing her little shade. 
stage just to show that you can't walk all over me or whatever. But she was even still being nice to Nikki and all that. But anyway, finish. No, that's so true. But no, basically, um, I'm just saying, at the wedding, it escalated because, like you said, he got off the phone call with his fiance. He ain't getting no pussy tonight again. He tight. So basically, he goes home. They both go home. And he basically uh, flashes her. He's just naked. Yo, and um, That was the most <laughs> cringeworthy scene, but we'll get to this later. But yo, honestly, I was like, this is the yo, cheesiest that was shit a little, I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it was a little problematic. That was wild. <laughs> but they was honestly both trash. Also, her fake, the acting in that scene was terrible. Like, her little fake laughs as he was taking off the shoe off, I was like, oh my God, like, this is so, so bad. She was like, ah! Take off the shoe. <laughs> I was like, yo. Literally y'all are wild. Yo, it was like, very the director? It was a very cheesy moment. Where's the director? Because basically he <laughs> would like go in the bedroom and come out with one less article of clothing on. At this point, he was like, fuck you sleeping in the bedroom. I'm taking the bedroom back. Oh yeah, by the way, he didn't take the bedroom back. <laughs> yeah, he don't give a, a fuck about nothing. She on the couch at this point. Like. So she on the couch. Cause she, oh, cause yeah, cause he was being so annoying with the coffee grinding and the nagging about the bedroom and her coming home like this. She was like, "Nigga, just take the bed." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still getting free shoes. Mark is still like, <laughs> "Be better, motherfucker." <laughs> she let him just have a bed. Whatever man helps you. So I mean, she was being hey. nice, but no. Anyway, she charged it to the game. She let him live his best life, and he still was hurt. But yeah, anyway, still was super hurt. He they drunk, and he just was already hurt. And he just was kind of problematic for that with, for me personally because I just felt like, bro, like obviously she was into him, so he mm-hmm. felt like comfortable enough to do it. But I just feel like, bro, like you really naked? <laughs> like, I don't know. Honestly, it was just a moment of like, if she wasn't into that, like a bitch like me would have like really cursed you out and you really probably would have No, she, out. I feel like he clearly knew because she was dropping hints all along too. Even, no, she was. Like, she so was, they clearly were into each other, Isn't like it, clearly. Yeah. But like also, I mean, I'm honestly just going to chalk that up to the fiance. game that they were drunk. Yeah, that was wild. That's the wildest shit of all. And then like after they slept together, then she added, like when she's like laying on his chest, like post sex, then she's like, what about your fiance? And then I'm just like, girl, you asked afterwards? She asked after. You concerned mm-hmm. after? But yeah, she asked after. And then this this mean-ass motherfucker gonna really say, like, that's done. He said some wild shit. Yeah, like, I think he said that's done. I don't even, I don't even hear what something, he said. No, something like that. Basically, he just was like, it's over. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about that. Exactly. Like, Lying on ass. some ain't shit nigga. Like, lies, lies. And it's it wasn't over. Real, Okay. <laughs> but nah, basically they hook up. Then it shows like a cute montage of them falling in love. Yeah, then and she like, sings the song. Yeah. What was the song? Oh. It was a great, great song. Love for the first time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Dang, what's it called? I don't even know what the song is called. But y'all look it up, y'all. Soundtrack is great. Oh, the um, soundtrack's great. We're going to talk about that after. Yeah. But no, basically... It is crazy. She in love now. It showed a montage. She sings this song in this green dress. It's real montage Oh, yeah. And they all in love. It's really cute. And bam, Natalie pops up, a.k.a. Jack's 
fiance. Shit get crazy. She's cursing out like, fuck out of here. Pulls up to the crib, was like, yo, what the fuck? And then, of course, like, what's his name? Jack. Of course, Jack kicks Allie's ass out. So she out here looking dumb, which honestly, who can we really blame that on? Right? <laughs> anyway, Girl. Like, she out here looking dumb, which is sad because Jack clearly lied to her and was like, "This is over." So like, naturally, but honestly, up, it's like, she deserved so? that little moment, in my opinion, as a world-renowned five-star bitch. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just personally didn't appreciate her flirting with her man. Cause I mean, yeah, weird. that's a fact. Y'all, you literally the fact that she asked afterwards, it, what, what about your fiance? Like literally after y'all just had sex, it's and just she like, was flirting bro. with him the whole time. Literally the whole entire. Like, don't like, get me wrong, the Cat, whole time. Um, Jack had his moments. He definitely. They were both her equally out. guilty. They both were both equally guilty. Yeah. I'm just saying, she, yeah, she definitely played her part. Like she was, of course, she was flirting and like, I just felt like even after this, what blew mine because I'm really crazy. <laughs> Even after she knew he had a fiance and they're staying in the same spot and she found out he wasn't gay, this girl talking about zip me up. What? <laughs> I don't give a fuck oh, if yeah. it's not half if it's halfway zipped in the back because your arm can't reach. Girl, do do you what you do gotta do. Better do the wire hanger joint. Get that wire hanger. Do what you gotta do. Niggas seeing your lower back. Yeah, they up. clearly both was crossing the line. They both crossed time. the line. So my she point is, just moved out. I feel like after she was moment. a star, she was probably getting way more money. I'm sure she's probably getting tips, all that. She's a star now. Like you got to get that star. She salary. got comfortable and she like him. <laughs> That's true. But still, get your own spot. You seeing Marcus now? Like, why would you? <laughs> I personally just would have been like, Yeah, she. Let me get own my spot. own place. I'm she gonna get my own car. Own I'm gonna right. get my own spot. Like, I'm not trying to live with you forever. I mean, clearly, well, she was in love with him, so I'm sure that she just. Yeah, she was she playing was a her, dangerous game. But, <laughs> <laughs> but not nah, basically, they hook up. Natalie pops up. <laughs> And she's just like, yeah, of course he's telling you to leave, ho. Like, she just like. Yeah, she like, I'm the fiance. She was like, I'm not the kind of girl you could just kick out or something. I mean, or break up with over the phone. I was like, Ooh. Exactly. Let but she know. was the fiance, so let's be real. Play no, for position. real. I would have turned up. I'd have been like, I know like, you yeah. ain't in the bed with this fucking shorty. But anyway, right after that, Cher gets bad news. Basically, the club's been doing really well ever since Allie started singing live. But it's just, they're so backed up that it's just hard to catch up. So they get... two mortgages. Yeah, so they basically just, like, give her... Like, the bank. She comes from the bank, looking stressed, got the bottle. Stanley Tucci, a.k.a. Sean, is like, yo, you okay? How'd it go? And she's just, like, terrible. You know, she just got the bottle. He already knows. She's I love that little moment, though. I love their relationship. Sean and um, No, their relationship is so so good in it. Like, you could tell they just, they like... They have such great chemistry on camera. Like, exactly. Stanley Tucci and Cher were really good. Stanley Tucci's just phenomenal, period. He's just a great actor. Honestly. Honestly, he's, he's just a, a great actor. Yeah. But, no, um... And Cher actually is a great actress, too. No, she was good, but she definitely clearly plays Cher in this. Yeah, <laughs> she is, yeah. I mean, you know how that goes. No one I loved her in Mermaids. Oh, yeah. With Winona Ryder. Yeah. That was cute. I, like, I love her in Witches of Eastwick. That movie is like also terrible. We should actually do that movie too. But I like that movie. I've actually never seen it. Oh, it's so it's good. It's good. It's like these three witches. Like it's it's really good. We'll watch that. Um, with it. But yeah. So basically, Tess gets bad news, mm-hmm. and then Allie, after she gets kicked out, 
like the whore she is. No, I'm kidding. But no, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Let me stop. Damn. She really was in love, though. It was a sticky situation. But now, Allie gets For kicked real? out, and she know, go, you know, runs into Marcus's arms. No, I'm kidding. But no, they talking. And basically, he puts her on to something called air rights. Uh-oh, Marcus shouldn't have done that. Because Allie is smart as hell and gets Allie a good idea. Allie knew what it was, though, with Marcus. Because literally, even after the shit first went down with Jack, she literally pulled up to Stanley Tucci's script first. <laughs> like, she was just like, she was just like, I'm not playing oh, this no, role no. with Marcus. She, no, you're right. She did go yeah. to Stanley Tucci's script first. She knew what it was with Marcus. And she wasn't feeling his ass anyway. No, she wasn't she was feeling her him. You're right. But I meant, like, she went to talk to him. No, yeah, yeah. This happened after. I'm no, you're saying, right. I like, totally yeah. forgot. She actually, after she got kicked out, she did go to Sean's house. You're right. And then that's where she sees that he hooks up with the, he hooked up with the DJ. Yeah. And then, um... Yeah, either way, she goes to Sean's house, she talks to him, you know, and then she kind of finds out more about what's going on with the club, right? Something like that. I think, Stan, like, I'm pretty sure he spills the beans about something that makes her go and talk to Marcus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically, he says something about the club, how it's not doing well or whatever, and, like, she goes and talks to Marcus and just, like, t- but yeah, she goes and talks to Marcus and t- talking. Uh, she goes and talks to Marcus, and basically he mentions something about air rights, which are the rights to the space literally above a building. Yeah, I don't know how true that is in business. I think that actually is. a I'm real pretty sure that's thing. a real thing. But basically, yeah. you can buy like air so that like <laughs> this is hilarious. But no, basically, if you own the air rights to a specific uh, building, no one can like. You can't, like, build a condo. Exactly. You, like, if you own air rights, like, I'm sure after, like, like, a certain amount of feet, you literally can't, like, build anything more than, like, five stories or some shit like that. Exactly. Because you're going to be literally in that person's property, which is the air, which is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. But basically, she hears this loophole, and she goes to test, and again... Well, actually, in that scene, she heard about the air rights earlier in the movie when he, like, first tried to woo her, first took her to the party. Mm. This scene, though, he tells... He shows her... She sees the model of, like, the condo buildings that oh, he's going to build. Right. But, like, me... Right. Like, she been lying... He been lying to test this whole time, being like, oh, I love the club, da-da-da-da-da. But, like, secretly, he's actually going to, like, tear that shit down and build, like, some... 117th floor, <laughs> like you about condo. to build a build oh a, a super condo. condo building, yeah. Which like Tess is obviously not with because she wants to keep her club and fuck that. Yeah, but I love like Ali actually says a statement, um, makes a statement because he's like, I, and my, he was like, I'm a bad guy for like wanting to build this condo. Like he says something pretty much like, why am I a bad guy for like pursuing my business or something like that which he I forgot what he said but like the way he worded he totally had a valid point he was and just she basically was just saying like, like everyone can win in this her club's about to like exactly and, and like, then Ali just, yeah. was just like you're not a bad guy you're just not the right guy and I was like that was actually like probably the best writing in the whole entire movie because the writing was terrible but mm-hmm. and like you were saying <laughs> no no that's some real shit and she, you know, says that line and leaves very dramatically. <laughs> she goes to Tess's, uh, I mean, she goes to the club, Burlesque Club, and she talks to Tess. And obviously, Tess is always as stubborn as hell and don't want to listen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically, Tess, um, at first being dismissive, 
Allie. But you know, Tess is going through a lot. She just found out her club is like closing in like a week, you know? Yeah. So no, she, she actually has two days left. Oh, two days. I think when, yeah. Yeah, when she pulls up to the office, she's like, no, when her and Stanley Tucci have that thing, she's like, damn, I really got two days left to be in the club. They ain't start packing no boxes or nothing. Yeah. I wonder if she had She just didn't like, want to let go. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. She really didn't want to let go. So yeah. it was just crazy because basically the club's about to close, and I get it. She's going through a lot. But, yeah, she was just being dismissive. And Allie's like, girl, if you don't fucking listen to me. Like, she literally, like, walks off on her, goes in her office. I love it. She goes right in her office right after. Allie's mad, determined, mad and That's vicious. what got her the job in the beginning, though. No, it's a very, like, that's the main continuity in her character. She's very driven and ambitious. Yeah, I love it. So She's, like, not going to back down easy from a fight. Yeah. I mean, even the fact that she, like, left her small town and was like, I'm off this shit. Fucking moved to, like, a completely new town. It takes, like, a lot of bravery. She's, like, definitely very bold. No, for real. So she just, like, basically tells Tess about the air rights, and they go to this business dude who's planning to sell apartments in that area. He, they're just mentioning to him that Marcus is trying to build a skyscraper where his ocean view apartments are going to be. So he'll lose a lot of money because, as you guys know, location is everything. And you can literally add on thousands, you know, just for a view. So oh, hell yeah. they basically convinced this man to buy the air rights to Burlesque Club and happy ending with the club. And they literally save the club. It's really cute. Yeah. And like Tess is able to pay Vincent, who was, by the way, we didn't mention this, but Vincent, her husband, is like stressing the entire movie. He yeah. keeps like begging her to like sell the club to Marcus. He's like on Marcus' side. I get it though, because they no, really about stressed. to be on a bankruptcy shit. And no, he's he messing was around. Yeah. No, I really like his character because like in the end, when she gets the money, like like we said, it's happy ending. The guy buys the air rights. She saves the club. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, she goes to her husband, Vincent, and he just looks so stressed. <laughs> like, he's literally at the bar with the papers. Like, he was so stressed. And then she just was like, and he was just like, yo, we, how are we going to come up with this money in 24 hours? He mad stressed. And she was like, how about I'll come up with it in 24 seconds? And she just gives him a check. And this man, I've never seen someone more grateful in my life. <laughs> he didn't even ask no question. Now, he asked one question. He was like, where'd you get this money? And she was like, thin air. And he just looked at her like, thank you. He didn't even care about the real answer. <laughs> he really looked at her like, thank he didn't give a damn. you. Like, I swear I never, that was great acting. Like, he really was so thankful. My so he was stressed. So he really, like, his dreams came true. Like, he was... He probably had alopecia. <laughs> his hair was coming out. Bro, like, I'm he not even joking. That acting was good. Spot. He really looked at her like, thank you. He had the wild ball spot. I'm sure. He was like, damn. I'm stressed. It's crazy ass. Yeah, his hair on his forehead. He had the bar with paperwork. This motherfucker's stressed. He wasn't even drinking at the bar. Yo. He was like, I'm too stressed. I can't even handle the drink at this point. No, for real, though. It was intense. He was stressed. So I thought that moment was hilarious because she just gave him the money. He was so thankful. She was just like, that's not a problem. <laughs> for real. She was like, here you go. They should have did like a little, she should have had a fairy wand and been like, wait, the wand or some shit. She and just pulled up like, all problems solved. <laughs> so now they at the club and Cam Gigande basically comes, I mean, Jack comes back and basically declares his love for her and they together now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because uh, the funny thing is, you know, movies like how Stella got her groove back. It's like, yes, then in this grand uh, scene, at, uh, in this grand um, showcase of his love, he pulls up to the airport. 
I mean, she goes to the airport and, you know, mm-hmm. does it. My point is, like, bitch, they was at the club. He just pulled up. <laughs> he was like, yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, yo, my bad, son. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's done. It's done for real this time. For real. I'm weak. And she was like, all right, all right, all right. I can't believe you this time. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> and they in love and it's beautiful. Yeah. And that's how it ends, basically. Yeah, and that was it. Then they do, like, a nice, they sing his song. As the last musical number, right? And then Cher is just, like, yeah. standing, leaning against a pillar or some shit, drinking her drink, smiling at the stage. You know how they do that corny shit. Yeah. But, no. Let's talk. So, we good with that. We have a lot of plot footage. Footage? This is not footage. No! Audio. Oh, my God. Technical stuff. It's the same thing. No, I'm kidding. No, I mean, do we have enough audio on plot? I feel like we do. Oh, yeah, we for sure. We went in depth. Oh, wait, let me, what, where's my paper? We should talk about the soundtrack and then what we like and what we didn't like. Yeah, so critiques. That's like what's next on this list. It's they, like production oh. critiques. So like bad, the Writing, directing, producing, blah, 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 stuff like that. The writing was pretty cheesy. <clears throat> yeah, the writing was terrible. I really liked the lighting in the movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the cinematography was pretty boring. It wasn't, like, really inventive or anything, like, at all. It was, like, kind of standard, typical Hollywood style. So it was, like, you know, obviously nicely done. It wasn't, like, artistic or anything at all. Yeah, it wasn't. Think. But but the way they filmed, the like, mood was the... There, yeah, definitely. That like burlesque, the, you know, that burlesque Yeah, darkness. like in the club, it was like definitely the lighting in the club was like phenomenal. But so honestly, even to, like, in the crib, because that's why I thought about lighting, because even in the crib with him, I felt like the lighting oh, was yeah. just super like It was always like dark. foggy. Like, yeah, they definitely it was pulled always, the fog machine out for that. <laughs> no funny shit. It was always like a foggy and like dark moody feel to me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I feel y'all burlesque. Like, I did like that about it, but... The lighting design was actually really nice. And the musical performances were like... The soundtrack was my life, honestly. The um, song, A Guy Who Takes His Time, was my shit. I honestly feel like... I I like Christina Aguilera singing, but like, I don't know. The sound, like, literally I forgot all the songs immediately after I watched it. Like, it didn't, like, stand out to me. Like, I feel like it was... I, like, literally forgot most of the performances after. The only one that, like, really, really... I mean, they were good. They weren't, like, terrible. But they just were forgettable, honestly. Like, they weren't, like, wow factor. It's, like, if you watch, like, Chicago or, like... Moulin Rouge or something. It's just like, oh damn! Like I you're feel like impacted it was cute by the in a Hollywood way. I I feel like Moulin Rouge and those have like a more conceptual, artistic, you know, feel though. Right. Those are like more like true to like actual burlesque style. But also too, I feel like honestly, the movie itself yeah, this was more wasn't Hollywood. a burlesque style movie. The only thing that was burlesque itself was the performance, like the club, like that's in so the club. true because it was super like a Hollywood. You know, I get what you're saying. It wasn't like super burlesque and like, like you said, it just like wasn't it was artistically in the club. like it was burlesque. I mean, it wasn't cinema like the cinematography wasn't like creative, like you know, in like like showing that burlesque rawness as it was like a glam version of burlesque, like a Hollywood yeah, version exactly. of burlesque. You know, which it made sense is in L.A. 
Right, exactly. Like it's but, set in a club. Like it makes sense for what the story is. But so I, I did. Time. I ain't gonna front. I disagree just because I really liked a few of her performances, like the Good Girl one. Like I am a good girl. Oh yeah, I love that one. I love that one was good. And then I liked the song "A Guy Who Takes His Time." Oh yes, yes. I like that good. one too. And then a lot of them, like you said, were forgettable. Like. I remember them, but they weren't, like, crazy to me. I love the, like, Diamonds Are Girl's Best Friend one, where she, like, first comes, like, Julianne Georgie, George's character. She, like, comes down on the pearls. Like, the first shot is literally just her, like, descending on, like, the rope of, like, the um, backdrop of pearls. Like, that was, like, really, really cool. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was fire. And that shows Nikki's personality, too, early in the beginning. Oh, hell yeah. Because she pulls up mad late. And they're literally in the middle of the fucking number, and Nikki's like, yeah, I'm ready. And like, Chad's just like, girl, you are crazy. Like, <laughs> next one, okay? Because you mad late. Like, she stay coming late. Like, no, she, and she just be late every single day. OD. And like, Cher was just, and the funny thing is, Cher ain't even OD, because that's how you know she must be used to it. She just made like a clever little sarcastic joke with Sean. It was just basically like, yeah, that's crazy. She finally showed it. You know, one of those type of jokes. And it was just funny, because Nikki was just like, but for real, sis, I'm ready. Like, you know? And Cher basically just dubbed her, like, girl, it's a dub. She just pops right out on stage. She Don't literally, care about nothing. Bro, she literally looks at the cameraman, I mean, the light, the lighting dude, and is just like, get my spotlight. <laughs> just start walking to the stage. Pulled then, up. But then Georgia was like, no, bitch. <laughs> they literally were dancing. I was out you interrupting my whole shit right now. Yeah, they had like a little mini dance battle fight, but it was cool. Yeah, it still works for the performance, but I'm sure the audience members are just like, okay, <laughs> what's going on here? Exactly. But yeah, Christina Aguilera's singing is phenomenal. Cher's singing is also phenomenal. Yeah, she has her little a couple ballads that she sings. Because she start okay, basically... The two songs Cher sings was like, she has this ballad right after she feels like she's gonna lose a club. And then in the first, not in the first scene, I'm lying. But like basically like in the early on in the movie, the first showing. Yeah, like the, the first, first performance. Entrance, the yeah, first the fir- time you see them in the club. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, the first appearance of the club, of the burlesque club, where she stumbles upon it, Allie. When Allie stumbles upon it and goes inside the club is actually Cher performing. So I like that about it because it was just like showing like the boss lady off the bat. And that was because Nikki's ass was late too, literally. Like the first performance, Cher was out there because Nikki's ass wasn't there. Nikki need to get her life, damn. Yeah. I mean, she did towards the end, but still, girl. She's still in shit. But no, <laughs> but no yeah, the soundtrack I really loved. What else production-wise? I mean, honestly, let's be real. The writing was basic, but that's because the story was pretty basic. I mean, yeah, (laughs) honestly, this movie is, like, forgettable, except for the fact that, like, Christina Aguilera and Cher are in it. Like, that's really... If the cast... And the cast is, like, pretty cool. I, like, love the dancers, the choreography. They actually use actual dancers. The cast is amazing, but it's just, like... Yeah, Alan Cummings was such a good, like, add-on, like, for real, for real. Like Which said, was cute, like, they alluded too. to, like, the burlesque world, like, having Alan coming in it, but, like, that really still didn't, like, add any burlesque. 
anything to the movie itself. Like, I love seeing him in it, though. Like, I love Alan Cummings' character. No, his performance was actually one of the best scenes in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. His performance was cool. It was, like, very... What is that called? Satire? Or what is it called? No, I mean, like, the actual body movements. Oh, oh contortionist. Yes, contortionist. contortionist. Yeah, that was really cool. But you know what I mean, because it was, like, humorous. I'm, I'm trying to say what I mean. But, yeah, it was, like, also funny. You know, because oh, yeah. they were doing, like, things with the banana and, like... Oh, yeah, And bending over and stuff, and I thought that was really sick. Like, it was so cool. Yeah, it was playing off of, like, sexual satire, I guess. Yeah, it was cool. I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, the overall movie is, like, fun. It's a fun watch. It really is just a fun movie. Yeah. Like, honestly, once you hear the plot off the bat, it's like, oh, what more could it be? Like, you know, it's like exactly. big city. It's like, I didn't really laugh at anything. <laughs> it's like... It's not really funny at all. No, it's not funny at all. Not at all. Um, I can honestly say I that shit not I funny. I think at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, that shit isn't funny. But know what it is? It's one of those movies that's just like, I don't know. It, it has like a, a light feel. It's like a lighthearted movie. That's what I'm basically trying to say. It's like a lighthearted ass, like, oh, you look at it for the fashion, for the music, you know? Yeah, it's It's fun. barely about the film. and Like, you know, the art of film, and whereas it's like the music, you know, and the costume. So Exactly. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun watch. I definitely, like, if you like burlesque performances, like, and I music. would definitely watch it. Yeah, if you like Christina Aguilera and Cher... Watch it. They pretty much are carrying the entire movie on the way to their shoulders. Yeah. Stanley Tucci's phenomenal in it. If you're a fan of Stanley Tucci, definitely check him out. He kills the game. He usually always does. Kristen um, Bell be annoying me with her acting, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really? I know you liked her in this, but she be annoying me sometimes. She, yeah, I mean, it's all I love these, her character. It's funny. Kristen's are weird. Kristen Stewart, Kristen Bell. <laughs> I'm done. Kind of weird actors, but it's fine, I guess. Her character in this was good. But you don't feel like she always plays, like, a whiny white girl? It's, like, weird. Like, even in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, she kind of played Nikki. (laughs) But, like, not the burlesque version. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, she, like, literally cheated on him and, like... She yeah, always plays true. like an asshole. Like, what other movies are she even like, in? <laughs> I can't think of nothing else. Damn, I ain't shit. I really tried my hardest to think of other shit. That's why I just came up. up with Sarah Marshall. That's like but, what, like, I... I mean, she, she was, was in Veronica Mars. Mars. I ain't watched that show, not gonna hold you. I actually like her as a person herself, Um, but... I don't know. I don't. I honestly feel indifferent towards her acting. I'm not gonna hold you. I don't yeah. really care. What else was she in? She's the voice of Gossip Girl on Gossip Girl. <laughs> you see my face? Like, girl, you proving me right. She was in that Whiny movie White Women. Rome. She was in Couples Retreat. Yeah, she's oh, playing a whiny white woman in there, too. Yo, in Couples Retreat, she did. See, I'm telling you, her acting's weird, but it's cool. Typecasting's real. She was in Frozen. She was the girl in Frozen. She was Elsa? You lying. She was the sister. Oh, she got so much money. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. Kristen Bell was in there. Wait, which one was Elsa? That's the, the one who one. sang, let it go. No, that's not her. No, she, she was about the, the sister. Yeah. The sister's still a main character, though. Her name is like em- Emmy. I mean, she something. is the main character. Because yeah. the other one is like more of a, the other sister's a more supporting character. She be in the, I mean, in the ice house or whatever. True, true. You're right. You're totally right about that, actually. She is the main character. Yo, Kristen Stewart was the main character in Frozen. 
Say less. Okay, say less. Say less. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know she was she doing that. She was in Booty Tang all the time. Nah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Wait, who did I she fuck play? With Kristen Bell, I literally just look, am like looking up her credits, and she was in Booty Tang as who? Oh, as a record executive. I really need to watch that again because I don't remember her being I'm in so that at all. She was in that, bro. She. Actually, I'm dead bringing that up when I meet her. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you was in Booty Tang. She's in some movie called You Again. I don't know what that is. She kind of is in like a lot of generic whatever movies, you know? No, but what else? What did you like about the movie and what didn't you like? Um, I mean, I really like that Christina Aguilera was in it. I enjoy her singing. I like (laughs) Cher's character in it. I enjoyed her acting. The great best part of the movie, like I said, was like Stanley Tucci. He was my favorite. Yeah, he's a good actor. And also, um, he and yeah, he and um Cher's relationship. To be honest, that was I love their rapport. They actually had chemistry. You could tell. I mean, honestly, the acting in the movie wasn't terrible. I feel like it was it the wasn't. writing. The acting, the writing was, like, was pretty trash. The acting was the writing you know, was kind of bad. But yeah, the writing was just like it was just generic. It didn't wow me. Like it wasn't anything spectacular. Like I said, that's why I'm just like this movie is fun. It's like meh, you know. It's like it's forgettable. a lighthearted movie to me. It's like. Like I said, for me, the, my favorite part of the movie is really like the singing and dancing. Like exactly. honestly, like, like I just like seeing the outfits. And, and the like, dancing was phenomenal. The choreography was phenomenal. Like the dancers, you could tell the actual. Well, they hired ex- actual dancers. Julianne Huff is a dancer. Yeah. There were, I'm sure all the rest of the other women were actual dancers because they was just like actually killing it. But the dancing was phenomenal. Yes, shout out to Coco. But yeah, anyway. Exactly. Yes. But it's like out of five stars, I literally would give it two and a half stars. Like it was like. Half good, half whack. Like, it wasn't... Like, I don't hate this movie. I don't hate it, but, but like, I would just give it two just because it really just is for the music and dancing for me. Right, that's <laughs> Like, true. honestly, yeah. the plot is bad. <laughs> and it's just typical. And I was just weak. I can't. They was killing me with some parts of the plot. I was like, this is very typical. But I'm fine with it. Like, her and Cam Gigande, like, they were cute. But I just had certain moments where I was like, y'all are so cheesy. Like, you know? Oh, yeah, it like, was this clearly is so cheesy. fucking cheesy. The writing, yeah, the writing was, like, just not... It's like, oh, he's A1. off limits. You like him? Really? He's off limits? I so mean, refreshing. I'm done. Liking guy that's off limits. So different. <laughs> like, I was just over it. But, nah. Um, what what did I really like about the movie? I honestly really did love that Cher and um, Christina Aguilera scene when she helped her with her makeup. That was just really sweet. To yeah, me. that was re- that was nice. I like that. Scene like it too. felt like a character development scene. Like it really was nice. And then what else? I like honestly the singing and dancing. That's my favorite part of the movie. I like the singing and dancing was wait. Popping. So can we talk about Christina Aguilera and how I feel like. Every time I see her, she looks like a different person. Yo, oh my God. Know what I was thinking? This is like one of the best I ever seen her look in a movie, like period. And it was just she looks great. She looks really good in this movie, but it's weird because I feel like she never even looked like that before. Ever. Oh, um, so I was literally just talking about this like last week (laughs) with one of my friends. Every time I ever see her, she looks different. Like I'll literally be like, is that Christina Aguilera? (laughs) Like I'll only know it's her because like it says like right underneath it is Christina Aguilera. But like every time I see her, she looks different. Like her face is like 
a different face. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if she's an alien. Like, I don't know what's going on. But, like, she looks really, really good in this movie. She does, but it's weird to me because she does not even look like herself from, like, the early 2000s, you know? She doesn't look like herself how she look now. Like, no, no, she don't look how she look now. Like, now she looks different, like, completely. But I'm saying, like, it's a youthfulness there. Like, my point is, like, I feel like basically Christine in the early 2000s, she's, like, this grungy-looking, you know, thin white girl. Mm-hmm. And then she gained a little weight, and I feel like she had the more thicker white girl, like, pin-up look, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm saying, like, they they kind of meshed both in burlesque for me because it was, like, that pin-up look, but she still had, like, a very youthful look that I had never seen from her before. It was weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that I mean, whole, yeah, she was like, that like, fresh the face. Eyed, with... like, fresh face thing. But I think that was because, like, the whole, played up to, like, the whole small town girl situation. No, it did. But I'm yeah. talking about, like, actually her physical body and how she looked to me. Like, I feel like she doesn't look like Extina. And she didn't look yeah. like, you know, the pin-up ex- like Christina enough either to me. Like, it was like a, fr- like, it, she just looked different. I was like. Every single time I like, see it's her. Like, it's something like that she really looks completely different in this movie to me than she's ever looked. Even, like, the like most it, recent, I've seen her, like, on the Grammy singing Whitney Houston was a travesty and, like, why'd oh, yeah, she no. ever do that? Whatever. But she even, look, her face looked different there than it did in the movie. Literally. I don't know, son. I don't know what she got going on. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to you, Christina. You're still fabulous. Still got love for you. But, um, yeah. And then Cher was just looking phenomenal the entire time. Yeah, as she well. looked good. Like, Cher looked She so really good. looked good in this. Like, fabulous. Yeah, she looked really good. The outfits were, like, phenomenal. She was, like, regal. Like, she had, like, a very, like, she had She a was sharing it. Her. She like, was legit sharing it. Like, you, I'm sure everyone on set was intimidated. <laughs> like, fuck, this is Cher. Like, you know? I mean, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, she wasn't even on that level where it's, like, Mariah Carey and Precious, where it's, like, damn, you're Mariah Carey, but, like, you're also really acting in this, you know? Right. Like, she really was Cher on set. People probably was, like, damn, son. This chair. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. She was glammed the hell up. But this movie, that's what I'm saying. It was like a very glam factor to this movie. Makeup-wise, very glam. Like, oh, it yeah. wasn't raw at all. Like, it was very Hollywood. I mean, it's burlesque. They, they, you know, next level. She always had a fresh, beautiful face, Christina Aguilera. I wonder if she was wearing a wig, like... Even like, like the hair. I feel like it was a wig, right? No, that was a wig, bro. I'm pretty okay. sure that was a wig. I was like, yo, this looks too good to be true. Not too good to be true, but it just looks That's what wiggy. I'm saying. It was like a freshness, including the hair, that made me be like, yo, you do not look like the Christina I've ever seen. You know? She transformed. She's an actor. She's a thespian. She's a new girl. Has she ever acted in anything else? I'm trying to think. <laughs> so she a thespian. Has she acted in anyone? <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> but no, I don't know. Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I feel like also Stanley Tucci's character was playing the same exact character from Devil Wears Prada. Bro, I wanted to say that so bad. I was going to let him rock. But yeah, I was going to say, yo, why they make him the token gay fashion new fashionable dude? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's great at that role. So like, shout out to him. But... Yeah, he was definitely playing. He had the same glasses and all that. Had the round spectacle joints. Well, I think they were the same. I can't really remember off the bat. I'm not going to hold you. But, yeah, honestly, he was like a super fashion forward, like, amazing gay man in this movie. Just as he was in Devil Wears Prada. Which also is a phenomenal movie. Like, 
Yeah, no, that's real. That's actually very noisy. What else should we talk Wait, about? Let me check this list. That's it. Yeah, we got everything. Fashion, soundtrack, overall feelings. Favorite part, cringeworthy scene. Fashion-wise, I really did love that they stayed true to certain color palettes. It was either like pearly white or it just, you know, dark black or maroon Yeah, colors. Cher was wearing black like for most of the movie. Even on the poster, she like has like black around her with like the black hair and like Christina Aguilera was very much on like the white side. Yeah, like yeah. the pearls and the glam, like mm-hmm. the old school pinup vibe of burlesque. Right, yeah. But no, I love that. It was pretty, like, the continuity was there with that. Like, I really did like the fashion. Like, it felt, I don't know, it just felt glam burlesque, you know? Yeah, definitely. It definitely was glam. I mean, burlesque had, is like, already the... like that, but I don't know. You know, like I said, it, this movie just wasn't raw, like a rawness there. Like, you know, it was more like the glam, like, perfect idea of burlesque, you know? Right. Like, the Hollywood glam idea of burlesque, you know? Right, exactly, yeah. But, um, yeah, the fashion was great, honestly. Their costumes, I mean, their costumes were amazing, and I feel like they, like, because they were costumes, so, like, they had to be impeccably dressed, like, all the time, because, like, they're performing, so it's, like... And it's a burlesque performance, but, like... By the way, Coco was the first dancer she saw when she stumbled upon a club. Just saying. Stanley Tucci was like, yo, Coco, get inside. About to go on. And she was like, yes, sis. (laughs) But no. And she was like, yes, Coco is fire. So she went inside. Coco was phenomenal. And she paid $20 to get in, and she knew she was broke. Hell yeah. That shit hurt her. That shit was funny. That's the only funny part in the movie. She really was like... <laughs> she really didn't want to get at twenty dollars. She got in a club. He was like, "You want a drink?" She was like, "Only if you're buying." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "I got you, I got you." <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, he actually was really nice. Like in the beginning, on his like friend, nice shit. He was like, he liked he liked her from the beginning. <laughs> Niggas <I> ain't <laughs> shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you seen that meme? It was like how you go, how you find a black woman hiding, and it was a killer. What? And it was just like how to find a black woman hiding. And it was just like, niggas ain't shit. And she's like, period. I'm weak. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but I mean, hey, real shit. <laughs> but no, that's me in this. He ain't shit. He knew he liked it from the off the bat. Yeah, I'm sure. She looks so she was super cute, like beautiful girl, very attractive. They automatically bonded because she was like, Where you from? And she Yeah, they was both from small town. Yeah, exactly. She was from Iowa. What else? I feel like that's mostly it. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. I'm just trying to think. Production, writing, fashion, music. I am a good girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) I wish I could sing like Christina Aguilera. Yeah, she one of those people, like her, like her, Mariah Carey, like Whitney Houston, um, who else? Even Nina Simone, because she's a wild card in this list. But my point is, like, Mm -hmm. these are all singers that I wish I could sing like, because they have that factor to me where it's like, 
that's how you sound, you know? Like, yeah. it's something there that, like, imagine, like, you was, like, at karaoke one night. Like, that's this is, like, my secret dream. But, yeah, I'm, like, at karaoke one night, and then I could just sing, like, Whitney Houston out of nowhere. Just bust <laughs> And I just start violating a Whitney song, and everyone, like, yo, <laughs> you can sing like that? Like, I don't know, Whitney and, like, Christine, like, my point is, Christina not on. extraordinary. It's, like, not Christina normal. not on Whitney level, by the way. But I'm just saying. Christina, like, has that voice where it's like, girl, like, I don't know. It's just something that gives you chills, something that will stop you in your tracks, you know? Exactly. Like, it's a surprise there to her it's voice. It's extraordinary. It's like not every, that's a, truly a gift. Like, not everyone has that voice. I'm sure even if you trained, you couldn't have that voice because that's just like a natural, raw talent situation going on. Like, even, that's why she always be busting out that note. Ah, ah, you know the note she be busting out. Like, mm-hmm. she always got to bust that out because that'd be like, woo. You'd be like, oh, okay, you busted this note out. I'm shook. I got goosebumps now. I don't even know what to do with myself. No, for real. She the type she to really, really give you do. goosebumps. Yo, facts. That song hurt. That song be making me cry. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I literally will cry at that song. Love and Reflection. She's singing that off the Mulan soundtrack. Mm. Killed it. Killed it. What other has she ever acted? I love how we going off topic. What else has she been in? I don't think she's been in. Damn, Kendra Gandhi got that Twilight bag and disappeared, (laughs) son. (laughs) He's taking care of his kids. He got a baby mom's. He's off it. See, look, look at her face. Looks different right here. Where are you? Hello. Wait, let me see what other movies she's ever been in. Because, honestly. Put that on her resume. She's like, yes, I'll start in burlesque. <laughs> oh, she was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Bye. When she was a child. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I remember that. Because Britney was too. Oh. That's why they had a feud. Because everyone was like, she's trying to be Britney. <laughs> oh, it's not. Wait, let me see. Oh, gosh. Something's happening over okay. there. Oh, I think he's stepping on the cord. Oh, sorry. She was in, okay the, she did the voice, yeah, it's good. She was a voice in the Emoji movie. Girl. <laughs> um, she. So Burlesque was the only movie she was in. <laughs> She's going to be in some movie called Zoe. Okay. Oh, with real so, actors. Ewan McGregor is in it. I'll look in. I'll Rashida look Jones is in it. To, for the future. But as far as this combo goes. Burlesque was the only movie Christina Aguilera was in. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, my point is, like, I was, like, hoping there was something else that I could be like, oh, yeah, she wasn't that. But, nah, this was her only movie. She's not an actress. Let's be real. Let's actually rate. I mean, she wasn't bad, though. That's, like, no, the good she thing. Was she was not like... bad. She was not bad. I'm just talking about 
she was not bad for this movie though. Like, I'll, if if she's good in Zoe, then I'll be impressed. Whatever that's about. I mean, like if the writing movie. was better, it could have been better. I it feel like the been, worst I feel scene. Like that movie is set up. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I meant by saying the lighthearted thing. I feel like that movie is definitely set up to be lighthearted. It's not meant to be taken serious. You know, like that's what I'm. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm being serious. Well, what you mean take it seriously? Like as a drama? You talking about it's not a drama? Like I'm just saying, like I'm not about to let Christina Aguilera can act OD from this. You know what I mean? Like, if it's not the type of movie I would look at, like, on some acting shit and be like, damn, you're an actor. Like, like she wasn't know. about to get nominated for the Academy. Like, she and didn't have even, to transform. And not even nominated. Bam. I was just telling you that movie I liked, the Deidre and Deidre and Lenny Robbed the Train. That was really oh, good acting in that. I really liked them in that. So yeah. Wait, I can't hear you. I think, check to see if that cord is plugged in, because I literally can't hear you anymore. What cord? In the back of the mic right there. This? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's plugged in now. But I literally That's couldn't weird. hear I didn't hear My any bad. of the last stuff you said. But no, I was just saying like no Oh wait, I'm... it's off again. It's off again. Let me see. but no basically what i was trying to say is like i like the movie i don't think she's a bad actress i'm just really talking about like yeah this is the only movie she's in so i don't really i can't compare her acting yet just because this movie was so lighthearted. like it didn't require like a lot of acting skills you get what i'm saying no i'm dead ass like it really didn't. It's like, oh, you no, got... I feel you. Like, she, she already sings. So, yo, half the movie, you were doing what you do. So, it's like... That's true. No, I'm dead serious. It's like, when you... Like, Mariah Carey and Glitter, she actually was bad acting. That's what I'm saying. Christina Aguilera, I won't say was a bad actor in this. I'm just saying, I wouldn't put her on a good actor role yet, just because the movie was so lighthearted. She hasn't and done is, enough. She doesn't have enough on her resume. Yeah, so and, like, but be not considered. even that. I'm saying, because this is the movie, my point is, like, this movie was clearly for her, because it's, like, for a singer. Like, you know? Like, it's a singing right, film. Yeah. It's more of, like, a musical in a way, honestly. So it's, like, it really works right, for her, right. and she killed it. But I'm just saying, like, half the movie are singing... The other half is bad writing, and it's just very generic. So it's just like, I didn't really get to see your real acting skills. But you popping, you killed it on some, like, for what it was type shit. But I don't see it as, like, a movie that showcases acting skills, you know? I feel you. I agree. That's true. It was very much like her acting was kind of, like, muddled in a lot of different things. And it was, yeah. like, a bunch of other other good yeah. actors who were, like... Yeah, Stanley Tucci, you already know. I'm sorry. He was the real actor. <laughs> he really is a good he actor. He was the best one in the whole movie, literally. Because even Cher, too. Cher is playing herself, honestly. But but, but my point is, I know Cher is a good actor because I've seen her other shit before, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she's not the best, but she's pretty good. She's been in other movies. She can deliver. She can deliver. She can act. Like, honestly, for me, Mermaids made me feel like she can act. Because it was just like seeing her as a mom and, like, it, it was cool. I liked it. 
but my point is I have something to base it on where it's like, with um, Christina, I don't. Whereas with Cher, it's like, okay, I know you can act and this movie was just more of like a music, like music friendly, you know? So. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like, honestly, with most actors, well, not most, but, like, I feel like a lot of actors, especially probably, like, an actor who's a person who maybe was, like, not an actor first or whatever, but, like, could probably have the ability, mm-hmm. like, a person who's a, who's a performer in other arts, like, they're probably going to be just as good as, like, their director. Like, they're heavily relying, True. like, on their True. director to guide them and direct them essentially but i feel you maybe if this movie was like directed by someone else or written by someone else it would be like way better than what it is i agree you're right i do agree because the music you're right because that like you're right you're completely right because honestly the music has nothing to do with its level of like you know production and how it could have been done you know Mm -hmm. not even production but directing and all that is my point is like i totally get what you're saying because this movie did have the potential to be way more raw in my opinion you know what i mean like yeah definitely. i just feel like it could have actually been more dimensional with her character with the loss of the mom and stuff like they really could have played on some real themes and like showed her really trying to make it in la as a burlesque dancer you know and it's right. like you know here like this i'm saying this is more glammed up it's like a love story it's really cute, but I get what you're saying. The directing and writing have a huge reason for why it's like that, and as opposed to showing like the raw, real story of like a burlesque dancer trying to make it who lost her mom. Exactly. Like yeah. this was like a glamorized version. Like, oh yeah, I made it. Ooh, I'm with Marcus Louboutins. Like you know, right. it's kind of like, um, who does that really happen to? Right. But okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, cool. I think we covered everything. Word. Thanks for listening to Whack Movie Wednesdays. Your is lit. What are we gonna? What movie are we gonna do next? I was thinking we could keep up with the theme of like pop stars and movies. So no, I was I like thinking that. like Crossroads st- or like From Justin to Kelly. <laughs> oh my God, we should do From Justin to Kelly. Yeah, cause I, that is like we could cause all these we low key like. Well, not all these. The glitter and burlesque we low key like. Where it's like that, we can really trash. Like, you know. I'm weak. <laughs> no, for real, because it's so bad. I don't even know how I'm going to be able to watch it. Like, for real, I'm dead ass. I haven't seen that movie. That movie came out when? Like, 2001 or something? Like I could barely watch it as a kid. That's how you know. Yeah, I, got, I can't I have wait been having good taste. I, I could barely watch that as a 12-year-old. That shit was, like, unrealistic. I'm looking at this shit as a kid like, yo, nah, this shit whack, son. Like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that movie is like truly, truly whack. I, I, Kelly Clarkson is not an actress. Who's the guy that's in it? Um, uh, he was like the she never runner acted up. again. She was like the runner up. He was the guy who like co-stars is like the runner up from American Idol. Yeah, what's his name? Justin. Oh yeah, Justin. <laughs> right, duh, duh. You had me weak. I'm like, is she dead ass? But um. Yeah, they're not <laughs> actors, clearly. Like, I feel like they're just small-town people. That just goes to show you how insignificant. I mean... Nigga, so what's his name from Justin Kelly movie? He was a friend of the ups. Like, girl. I the movie got his name in it, and you still don't know his name. Yeah, that was a slip of the mind. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's how lame he is. <laughs> how you forget his name? Where is he? What happened to him? I don't know. That Kelly movie Clarkson must have been killing the game. 
Kelly Clarkson was able to bounce back. I know she bounced back, but yo, did you see her hosting the AMAs? Oh no. <laughs> it was so bad, bro. Like it was so bad. I'm about to die. I'm gonna show you when we get outside. But yeah, we done? Yes. <laughs> but no, I gotta show you. Literally, it's 